This is the Alpaca Podcast for all things alpaca. If you're an owner, a soon-to-be owner, a want-to-be owner, or are just alpaca mad or love the fleece, welcome to the Alpaca Tribe. I'm Steve Hetherington. Hi, Steve here. Well, what a week and what a year. Welcome to the Alpaca Tribe, the podcast for alpaca people everywhere. Approaching the end of the year always makes you reflect on what has happened, what kind of year it's been, all the highlights and maybe lowlights, what you achieved that you set out to do and what you've got to finish off. You still have a few days left. Next, thoughts turn to the coming year. Gardeners start to think about seed catalogues and potential changes that they will make to the fruitful parts of their land. While, as alpaca people, we tend to think, I wonder what will arrive this year in terms of career. And thinking ahead, what matings might be worth trying this spring or summer for the following year? Seasons are good and mark a rhythm for us through the year. With alpacas, it tends to be a slower rhythm, due to their laid-back nature and how long it takes to grow a career. Eleven months plus or minus the bad weather options females tend to take advantage of. While I have you thinking seasons, the podcast is fast approaching its first anniversary. I know, and I wondered if you could help me with something. The normal publishing day is on Wednesday, and this year this falls on both Christmas Day and New Year's Day. So I wanted to do something a little different, and would love you to be part of things too, wherever you are. Would you send me a voice message? It's really easy. Just use the link on the website or show notes to record me a short note so I can include you in these special episodes and celebrations. Go to speakpipe.com slash alpacatribe and click the button when you're ready. You don't need anything fancy to do this, but plugging your phone earbuds into your computer would help improve the sound quality. Send me a message and tell me who you are, where you are, and how you and the alpacas Mark Christmas. Do you give them treats? Is it just another day? Do you have any memorable Christmas stories involving your alpacas? Let me know. I really want to hear from you and to share your story with the world. Thanks. Now, back to today and this episode. We continue the story of Rita Soares of Campo Verde Alpacas near Melbourne in Australia. Here we go. Now, I know that you've recently moved not just house, but farm, and you've they are a major undertaking moving all the animals as well. Um, and I was just wondering how that kind of developed and, and if you could tell us a bit about the, the kind of the, the time it's taken you to do that in terms of the preparation and then actually getting to do the, the Yes, move. yes. So I think about a year into the alpaca journey, so since buying our first alpacas, we sort of knew that we would like to have more animals Um, and we bought a few more females and then we got some matings and we started having careers and really enjoying it and going to shows and all of that. So when we got, and it started getting difficult just to manage the different groupings of alpacas in eight acres for example um by you know yeah weaning time it was very difficult to wean the creas 
even though we had separate paddocks, the Kriyas could still see the mum and mums could still yep. see Kriyas. And yep. They've got very good long-distance vision. <laughs> yes, they do. They do. And same with the males. So we got stud males. Yep. And then yeah. and we started thinking, oh, we need more land. So, again, I was the initiator of that, and I said to my partner, <laughs> um, <laughs> let's move. And he goes, yeah. well, we just, you know, anyhow. So we started looking, and um, it takes a long time to find a good property in the country that suits alpacas or suits, you know, like what you're looking for because we wanted, we learned from our first experience. So in our first eight acres, we didn't have a lot of shade, right. um, yep. shade trees. And sure. we planted trees, but they were going to take years to actually, yeah. you know. So we were looking for something with good shade. We were looking for something um, not as dry as where we were. We were looking for something a bit more rustic because we had a brand-new house and we wanted something more earthy um, mm. and still close to work. Um, so it took us uh, a year and a half of looking to find something. So what we did was we put our house on the market and we started looking. And then we sort of got a buyer that was interested in our house and then we expressed interest in another house. So um, we had to sell and buy at the same time, if you know what I mean. Things would work with the bank and everything else. So that made it very hard because we knew that we had the settlement day was going to be one day that we had to leave our property and move to the new property. <laughs> um, oh. So what we started doing was we started asking, uh, you know, the community of alpaca breeders around us if they could help us because sure. we have a small float and by this stage we've yep. got you know 20 alpacas so how are we going to move them how are we going to move the chickens how are we going to move the cats um so what we decided to do was put the cats in a cattery because that was the easiest thing you know while we're moving sure. um then once everything was fine with the two properties um offers accepted and so on I asked the owners of the property that we were buying if we could move the alpacas a few days before settlement. Right. And Good yes, idea. and yep. they were lovely. They're a very nice couple. And they said, of course. And that took a weight off, you know, us because yeah. we knew that we could do things in stages. So we also had a, a container. So here in Australia, a lot of people use shipping containers on okay, their farms yeah. to keep hay or, you know, to keep farm equipment and things like that. Mm. Um, so what we did with all our farm stuff and our hay that we had bought uh, was to put it on the shipping container and then we could move that. But, again, the shipping container, you know, sort of had to – be moved by a special company and yeah, it was yeah oh nice i saw the yeah. video i saw them i saw it being being hauled up and and maneuvered yes <laughs> that was quite an undertaking atmosphere. Yeah. and that was amazing because nothing moved it was fascinating it's just really it's brilliant right. how they yeah. do it so again we were able to do that uh, a day before settlement i think or something like that mm. And then the settlement day, it was all our house things, all our stuff, and the chickens. Um, 
And the chickens, we've got, you know, 12 chickens, I think. Um, so we put them in boxes. My partner, you know, put them in boxes with holes so they could breathe. And then they came with us. So it was massive. Um, and apart from that, yeah. um, we were adopting five alpacas because this farm had five alpacas. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, yes. okay. So, so that complicated yeah. things a little bit too because – um, we were told it's better to keep uh, them, it's better not to mix your alpacas with the five original and to do like a quarantine um, just to make sure that they don't, um, you know, transmit each other diseases and things like that. So we've got the five alpacas in uh, two paddocks at the moment and then we've got our alpacas in the other paddocks. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> logistics it is it is quite a quite a, a feat to bring all the bits yes. together well yeah. done is there anything from all of that that you feel would would be kind of key things that people ought to to, to take into account if, if other people are facing a similar thing of trying to to move not just themselves but the the, the farm yes. as well look i know it's you know cliche to say it and this was said to me as well as advice before but it takes a lot longer than what you think. Everything will take a lot longer. So the packing, I thought I could do the packing, and this is just the house stuff. I thought we could do the packing very quickly, mm. but once you start, you know, wrapping things and it just takes forever. Um, the shared stuff, we were amazed at how much stuff we had in the farm shed that we didn't even know about. Oh, my God, look at that, we found this, you know, when you open something. <laughs> And that took forever. Yeah. Oh, that's where that yes, went to. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. Um, I found that I had about how many toenail clippers? I think I found five toenail clippers. Oh, and, really? <laughs> and yeah. you know, um, and then, um, but the main thing was the animals. And I think it's very important mm. to keep them, to keep the animals calm or to arrange a way to keep the animals calm and relaxed. Um, because that's going to make them move easier. We knew that we needed assistance from other breeders. So I asked around, um, because it's summer here, early summer, a lot of people busy with shearing and so on, but I was able to find, uh, you know, really good friends that are close by that said, we can help you. And what we did was we moved, we decided, of course, it's better to, to move them in groups, so we had the boys, weathers, females. And mm. um, I thought it was going to be very difficult to move boys and weathers for some reason. But the group that was mm. most difficult to move was the females. And I wasn't yeah. expecting <laughs> Oh, does it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it does, yes. <laughs> Um, and I'm not sure if it's because I think it's a combination of factors. Some of the females were pregnant. Some of the females mm. were not pregnant, but they were, you know, receptive. So um, yeah. they would push at any any touch <laughs> and not move at all. <laughs> oh, I you know? know. That's so frustrating. No, no, no. You can't sit here. No, you don't. That's oh. right. That's right. So you've got to try and persuade them. That, no, it's It's not making time. time. It's time, time to move. move. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and what else? And then we had some we, – we've got some females that kick – and I'm not sure if you've got mm. some animals that kick, but I think it, you know, it's just the way we, we bought these girls. And you, you need to know, you need to know who yes, they are. Yes, 
so, so that you you're ready for it and expecting it, and you avoid getting in a position where they're. That's get true. Bit, that's so. true. So yeah. I got my partner got kicked on both thighs um, by these females mm. as we're trying to lower them on the float. I got kicked sure. um, on my uh, leg. I got two kicks as well, um, and they were very painful. Um, but, mm. you know, instead of swearing and things, I always say, look, they don't mean it. They're just doing that yeah. because they're a bit stressed and that's that's how they, Absolutely. you know, that's how their body, you know, reacts yeah. to stress. Yeah. 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 So it's very much a breakaway skill rather than a than a, an yes, attacking. Yes, that's right. That's uh, right. Come, come um, <laughs> apart, apart from one who didn't like the injections I was giving her, and she, once once I let her go, she decided she was going to show me. And as she, as she walked away, she kicked oh, me. Oh <laughs> wow! It was so deliberate. That was just one in particular. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're all different characters. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's just it takes longer, you know. So I was expecting the packing of the alpacas moving to the farm because the, the new farm is only 30 minutes away from our place. I was expecting that was going to take two hours. It actually took the whole morning. It was like five, six hours. Oh, so, right. yeah. Amazing, yeah. So, I mean, in terms of, of information and, uh, and things, obviously you're saying that you had connection with local breeders. Uh, which is excellent. I mean, the the internet is a great source of of all kinds of yes. information, and 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 of all kinds of levels of trustworthiness. <laughs> um, so so, where have you found is a good way um, to access the the kind of advice and support that you, you mm. need? Look, I find I agree with you. I find the internet can be an easy source of information, and I will post on alpaca groups and I'll do, you know, Google searches and things like that. But I think you need to treat that information with a grain of salt. Like there's a lot of advice and there's a lot of different advice as well. And each person's mm. situation is different. Um, so I usually like to look at different sources and I always go to the breeders close by. So I've got um, because they know the area, they know, um, the sure, weather, they yeah. know, you know. So um, a question that I had once we moved to this new farm, the grass is very, very high. It was lovely when we looked at it and inspected. Um, <laughs> but um, now we're sort of thinking, should we slash it, should we not, because it's summer and we have fire mm. risk here in Australia. And some people, you know, so there's all these sort of things. And I think having... Finding alpaca people close by, um, doing a radius around where you are and trying to locate them, they will know your local situation. Um, and I think that's really yeah. important. Um, but as well as oh, yeah, I learn a lot yeah. from alpaca breeders overseas as well, you know, um, right. your podcast, which is amazing. And there's another breeder in Australia that lives in a completely different um, weather pattern than mm. I do. She's a lot greener where she is, but she's got really good right. advice as well. So it's just um, finding the genuine people and 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 looking mm. at the information and thinking, okay, can can this apply to me? You know, let's try this and let's see. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so I think you you ask three people, you get five different yes. opinions, um, and and it's you've got to take a 
the the breadth of that and then make your own decision given the the, the you know circumstances and the the situation that you've That's got right. um which can, as you say can be quite different from from other people's yeah interesting so with with your alpacas you've now got these other five and you've got the got, got the ones you've had are, are there uh now this is a mm, tricky yes. question dare i ask this do you have a favorite oh. no i've got 30, I've, I've got 30 i've got 35 at the moment in, in our herd uh and that i've got 35 favorites <laughs> <laughs> so um but there are some that are a little bit more favorite than yes. others um and some that are a lot more favorite some of our original one of our original females who we've, we still oh. have uh from the the, f- the five that we started with and uh, she's getting to be an old girl now but she's she's just oh, she's just oh, lovely. that's so, beautiful I, so do you have a favorite oh dear we've got favorites <laughs> <laughs> um so my partner it's for some reason he's got a lot of girl favorites um because they like him yeah. as well um but for me Oh, um, look, I think the first Kriyas will always be our favourites. The first Kriyas born. Yeah, they are, they are special. They're very they? special. Yeah. Um, it's like your first baby, you know, even though they might be mm. naughty, they might be, you know, whatever, you, you love them. Um, so yeah. my first two boys, we absolutely love them. And... I know that we will have to sell alpacas. We're going to have to sell some creas. Mm. And I don't know how that's going to happen because I just love them so much. <laughs> um, yeah, I think everybody would will understand yes, that. Yes. yes um, then there yeah. are some girls that, and especially it's interesting you're talking about this older girl you have. I've got a lot of affection, you know, towards our first, uh, the first girl that we bought that gave birth to the Kriyas. Because mm, yeah. um, yeah. we've seen her give birth to three Kriyas and that level of, you know, connection, we we know her. We know mm. how she behaves. And I think learning how an alpaca behaves makes you really close to that alpaca. Um, this girl... Yeah. Um, she gives out these beautiful exhales when she's tired or when mm. she's about to give birth. She goes, <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> what's she, what's she called? Um, she's called Queen of Spades. Um, right. And yeah. we bought her with that name, obviously, and affectionately yeah, sure. we call her Queenie. Yeah, yeah. yes, yeah, yeah. yes. Um, yeah, and and do you do you, do you have a naming? Uh, have you, you settled on anything in terms of how you name the new new ones, the new new babies? Yes, this is exciting. Yes, because each person you yeah. know has a different way of doing it. So what we decided was yeah. we adopted um, you know the original breeder that we bought from. We adopted her system, which is for every year you start with an alphabet letter. So what right. we did was, um, and and then we we did our own special thing. So because I was born in Brazil, I, I said to my partner, mm. you know, he's Australian, I'm Brazilian. I said to him, can we have some Latin names or something, you know, that's related, mm. you know? Uh, and I think that also brings it back to South America, right? Yeah. yeah so it's not yeah. Spanish, but it's something that you know relates to Latin or that South America thing. So what we decided is for each year we start with a letter. So this year was letter B and uh, yeah. the Kriyas born were 
Um, so we had three boys and one girl. So the boys were very toned. Uh, right. Because, and there's a reason, uh, you know, his mom is called you know, yeah, Baroque. So we thought, yeah, we'll keep with that okay. theme of music. Musical. Musical, yeah. Um, then there was one called Barbado, and that means uh, man with beard, you know, in Portuguese. Oh, and, of yeah, so he's yes, got a little yes. beard. Um, but then there's another boy <laughs> called Benini, and that's after the, right. you know, the composer, you know, Benini. So there's a musical right. Italian sort of Latin thing. And yeah. then the girl is called yeah. Bacchiana, and it's from Villa Lobos, who was a Brazilian, okay. you know, composer, and has got a piece called, yeah. you know, Bacchiana. So, yeah, anyhow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. That's really nice yes. to hear. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, now, just sometimes you, you kind of go, okay, this is the name. And you try it, and you go. Actually, they're not one yeah. of those. It's yes. the wrong name. We're gonna have to. We'll have to have to adjust that. We'll have to have to exactly. change it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, it, you do have to have. You have to start somewhere. So it's it's a good. You've got a got a system yes. going there. Yeah. Excellent. Um, and with the the time of year, because you're in your early summer sort of phase in Australia at the moment. Um, so is that the time when the shearing is happening now? Sort of shearing and and then career arriving. Yeah, or yeah. What time of year? Does, what time does that? What time of year? Yes. Does that so it sort of depends where you are in Australia. Um, because we were moving, we okay. What happened? We tried to shear in spring, sort of late spring. Mm. Um, but we had a big downpour of rain on our shearing on scheduled shearing day, which you know. Oh. What are the what are the chances? <laughs> <laughs> so it had to be, you know, postponed. So we, you know, had our, our alpaca shorn in November and then we moved three weeks later. So shearing here in Australia will happen in spring up to summer, uh, you, know, you know, depending on the region. Um, mm. And for we've always uh, scheduled birthing for autumn. Um, so we don't have any careers at this stage being born or anything. So the pregnant girls are due in autumn, which will be your spring in, you know, like in North America. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. but people, so, uh, okay, birthing, so there's a lot of breeders that are having, you know, careers now, um, because they choose spring. Some have spring and autumn mm. births. So it sort of, you know, depends. Yeah, but you know, because we knew that we were yeah. move, we were going to move, we we decided let's not do any matings or get anybody pregnant for spring because yeah, 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 the complications. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really interesting to hear your journey and the, the the current phase. Obviously, there's there's a lot more new things that you'll be going into as you go into with the new farm and going through the year, first year with that. Um, and I'd love to stay in touch and, and maybe we'll, we'll come back to you and, and find out how things are going uh, sort of later in, in the year or next year it'll be by the time we get that's around right. to it, I think. But uh, that's, that's really good. Is there anything else that we've, uh, we've not talked about that you'd like to, to touch on? Is there anything, anything else you wanted to say? Yes. Or? I think, um, well, because I'm new to alpacas, so I consider myself new. I've only been with alpacas for just under three years now. I think it's important for anybody new not to be scared 
um, you know, mm. um, and to take things. Uh, there's a piece of advice that was given to me. It said, don't rush, you know. Yep, um, yep, yep, yep. I agree yeah. completely. And um, I'm very keen to do lots of things and keen to do this and keen to do that. And um, don't rush into buying your next alpaca. Don't rush into changing paddocks, you know. Make sure that you plan, make sure that you learn more and um, visit farms, go to workshops, talk to people. Um, I think that's, yeah, that's something that mm. I'm trying to teach myself and I'm trying to do because I'm, I'm very excitable um, and yeah. slow down a bit. Um, and spend time yeah. with the animals. Just, you know, I think sometimes we can be focused on selling, breeding, winning sessions and ribbons and whatever, you know, that you know, it is that you do. Uh, but the most important thing is the connection that you have with your own animals. So go out and spend a whole day mm. in the paddock with them doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, sounds wonderful, especially especially in the weather that you've got at the moment oh, compared yeah, to ours. Yes, yes. <laughs> Because tomorrow, tomorrow we've had quite a, a, a sort of run of cold days, uh, but it's been cold and sunny. But tomorrow it's going to be warmer, but it's going to be oh. wet, and it's going to be wet, wet, wet all day. So the alpacas all get a bit fed up. They'll be down in the stable and they'll they'll be eating hay all day. All day. <laughs> <laughs> but it, They'll, they'll be fine. Yes. They'll survive. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Rita, it's been really great speaking mm -hmm. with you. Thank you so much for giving me the time, and uh, we'll we'll catch up soon. And there'll be details in the show notes of how people can can make contact with you, etc., and find out. Find out Lovely. Thank you so much, Steve. I really appreciate this. It was you know really good talking to you too. Great to hear the journey done and still continuing. Let me offer you six takeaways. You never know when you might find yourself in a similar situation. Number one, it is going to take you longer than you think. That's so true of so many things, I know. Number two, plan and prepare ahead as much as you can. Number three, you can't do it on your own. And alpaca people would love to lend a hand if they can. Number four, talk to owners local to where you're moving to. Another situation. Number four, talk to owners local to where you're moving to. They know the situation better and how it keeps affecting. Number four, talk to owners local to where you're moving to. They know the situation best and how it affects keeping alpacas. Number five, if you are new to alpacas, don't be scared and don't be in a rush, either to buy more or change things too drastically. Plan, learn and talk to others. And finally, number six, enjoy the journey. Slow down and spend time with your alpacas. There you go. Thanks for being on the journey with me and hope to see you again soon. And remember to send me a message. This is the Alpaca Tribe, and I'm Steve Hetherington.
Have a good day.